Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're down in the basement studio again after last week's episode on the ice. That was a good time. Yeah. Not, as many, chat fi- Dave. not as many fish. As good chat with Dave. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, the fish catching sucked. <laughs> uh, and the ice was a little thin. Yeah, thinner than I'd expect. Not what I was expecting with some of this weather, but now it's been a little bit colder this week. and Might have gained an inch or two. I think so. I hope so. Jeez. We definitely could use it. Prolong our season a little bit. Yeah, you know, with the <laughs> forecast, I feel like we're starting to steer down the barrel of the end of the season. Oh, my gosh. Because, like. well, it's, it's February, mm-hmm. and usually February is like our coldest month. Like, I don't know that I've yeah true. recall a lot of 40-degree days in February. No. The early January, sure. February, usually it's blizzard time. Yeah, true. Uh, girls' state basketball, and that's usually key time for a blizzard. <laughs> uh, that's just it's just the old school. every year every yeah year. that's just the deal that's funny well what are we chatting about today brett so what was that saturday we got the boys out yep our two sons uh yep th- two and three years old yep got them out on the ice uh so we're chat about a little bit about that trip how that went yep uh i think there's a few key takeaways there on yeah. you know just the experience and keeping them engaged while also enjoying themselves. Yeah. And we enjoyed ourselves. Like, it was a fantastic trip. Yeah. If you guys have kids or younger kids or you're thinking about getting them into ice fishing, this will be a good episode for yeah. you. I think we have some we've, – we've been around the block a little bit, I feel like, now. We ha- we've got the, the dad – ice fishing dad part down. Because it was cool. It was what? 20? Teens? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe 20. Got up to 20. Yeah. And windy. And windy. 20, so, I mean, it's not like it was a 40-degree day and they go mess yep. around outside. Yep. Uh, yep. So, yeah, that made a big difference. And then we're also going to talk about uh, kind of our discussion a little bit about our Mississippi trip coming up in two weeks. Woo-woo. Uh, so, we're going to go around the Guttenberg area. Guttenberg, Iowa, on the Mississippi. Pool town. Uh, Mississippi River. Have you ever fished up there before? No. no I haven't either. Uh-uh. I haven't even open water fished up there. So we're going to discuss a little bit about kind of how some of our pre-trip uh, thoughts and uh, what, scouting. What goes into planning a successful planning, trip. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into that a little bit. So this might be a long episode. I don't know. We got, we got all night. Yeah. That's awesome. Well... Thanks for listening, everybody. We we really do enjoy getting all the comments and messages from from uh, all of our listeners. If if you're not following our Facebook page, go check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, so that's where we keep up to date on things. Like we have Instagram, yeah. but that doesn't really get updated much. Yeah, I try. Uh, YouTube, we have it, but frankly, it's a pain in the ass making videos. Uh, where this is a lot easier. The files are smaller, yeah. uh, and I just don't have the time. Maybe when nor the kids you are that. a little bit older. Maybe I can listen to them to do it. Yeah, if, if our sons are video editors, you never Well, know. maybe. I don't know. Kids these days, and I'm sure it'll only be worse when our kids get older. They all want to be on YouTube. So Absolutely. Maybe we'll want to figure that out. We yep. can. Oh, that's what they can do. They can inherit the short rod show and just. just oh, my God. Our we, following, we could we pass it on to them. them. That would be a riot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine what that, that'd be like. We'll have to put that in my will. <laughs> there <Our you> wills. Go. <laughs> uh Yep. This huge cost, this huge profit center that we have. Absolutely, we have quite the operation here. If, if you guys uh, go back a couple seasons and watch some videos of the pool table, yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. Well, you just got to go on Let's YouTube because I think yep. I only made it to like season two or three. Yep. Yeah, pretty lean operation here. Run out of our own pockets. So, 
whatever uh whatever support you guys can give us we sure appreciate it it does it does help a lot when you guys number one listen to the podcast right we get it's it's awesome the the wider our exposure is the the more cool stuff we we can do yep and it's not even like money wise it's just like talking with other companies and talking with other people actually really getting to grow our network of other fishermen and stuff not only locally within des moines ankeny but also it starts to widen that that network a lot and that's been a lot of fun learning different ways of how people fish what they're targeting because everyone's in such a different scenario like fishing here in des moines and i'm fishing these ponds fishing big creek fishing Mm -hmm. whatever uh these man-made lakes where versus you go to the Mississippi, it's a hundred percent different scenario versus you head North and you're fishing natural lakes. That's a different scenario. Yep. Just chatting with those different folks. Super awesome. Oh yeah. We love it. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. And, and, uh, you know, we get a lot of good questions from, from listeners. Keep that coming. It's cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of what I see too, we get a lot of messages. It's daily now. Yeah. I'd, I'd almost like to turn that around into just comments. Cause I really like the comment mentality of, people putting comments in with their questions so that other people can see them. It's a lot easier to add to, to for us to to reply back quickly. And yeah, so other people can yep. see them and see what they question. I think I think we had three people ask about the quad that we yep. run. So that that that's a great example. Like we touched on a little bit, not a whole lot. You want a deeper dive on that? Put it in a comment. Like, well, let's let's chat about it. Or uh, maybe you and this is another thing about the downfall of the messenger is if one of us see it. Yeah. For whatever reason, it just doesn't notify the other person. So then we just don't we can't don't both see that that message yep. occurred because we also got a question about your how you power the heater. Yes, but I yep. just replied back and answered that one. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. But we we love it. We love interacting with you guys. Keep that coming. Uh, yeah, it really really helps out helps out the show and keep on chugging along. Yeah. So go into your quad a little bit quick. Ah, yes. So the quad. So we talked about. Um, kind of the setup that we run for a quad that I got two years, three years ago now. Uh, it's a 1982 Suzuki LT125. So this is and like it just picture, runs like a hammer. Picture like a modern day 90 cc kids quad is kind of the the closest thing I can I can compare it to. Except it's got big floater tires. Yeah, no suspension. It is the first year the four wheel quad. Um, so there's right after, you know, Suzuki was switching to from three wheel to four to four. Oh, yep. Yep. okay. So this is their first quad. It was, it was the first quad in the United States. Really? Like, yes. Yep. First four wheeler in the United States. Mine might be the first one. I don't know. It's an 82. First which, model of, of Suzuki or first like overall. Anything, any quad. Really? Yep. And it, there's not many 82 models. There's a ton of 83s. Mm. And 84s and 85s, all that. Sure. Um, but this is, t- it's titled, it's a 1982. Uh, but anyway, big big tires on the back, no suspension, front or back. It's got a rack on the front. Uh, and it's a five- Homemade sp- rack. Homemade. Oh, yeah. yeah. Five-speed, semi-automatic. So there's no clutch. You just have yeah. one brake, lever, and a brake pedal that are connected. And... It's got an extra low gear, which we had to use on this trip. That's what throws me off with that thing is that it goes, it's extra, it's reverse, extra low, neutral, and then the higher gears. Well, well, reverse is a little lever on this. Oh, reverse. So it's extra low, neutral, and then the higher gears. That's what throws me off trying to find neutral in that thing all the time. Neutral just straight ahead. It has a little indicator. That's straight ahead. I just don't have that feel. I know. You just got to look at it. You don't, there's no feel. I never feel that. 
like not, with the it's shifter? not like a dirt bike or no no yeah i just I don't just have look, that feel look down at it i just don't have it's it. got such a long shift throw yeah yeah it's it's it, you don't shift it fast yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah and that fits sideways in the bed of my pickup right in the front just just barely like there's not an inch if to i spare. have too much air in the tires you can't yep which i did inflate the front tires and that, oh, that too flat much. one too oh much. you couldn't get them in is 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 a bear <laughs> um and then the the otter fits right behind it, so it really is per, a perfect setup. It's lightweight. Yep. It's only it's less than three hundred pounds. Yep. So that thing, it would that's, float me. That's what I like the best about it is yeah. that my weight, the weight distribution with me sitting with a person sitting on that quad, the weight distribution on the ice is less than just you standing on the ice. Yep. Like between the four tires, it's got fl- big flotation tires on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so, we kind of hit the the negative part of that a little the bit limit this past it. Saturday, but absolutely. So we had uh, we had quite a bit of snow on the ice. Not really. I thought it was four or five inches. It was more than that. It was almost six eight. Okay, maybe I'll give you six. I'll give you six and in some drifted six. It was. Yep. The drifts were six inches. Yep. And it wasn't very it was fluffy snow. Was a little we, bit of the problem. We found what worked best though, which is good. But getting out there, um, well, let's just start start right off the bat. So we got we wanted to get the kids out. Yep. On a good bluegill bite. So we get out to the lake. About uh, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Like, it was not early. It was not like crack yeah. of dawn, get get the good bite. Oh, we were the last ones on the lake. I guarantee you that. There were people leaving as we were getting out there. Yep. Uh, get unloaded, get everybody loaded up. And the, originally, the kids are going to ride in the, the, the little sleds in the back. Yeah. You know, have an otter sports sled and a jet sled. Yep. Um, so they did that. Well, that got a little cold. It, it was snowing. Now, the problem hard. was the snow. Oh, okay. Because it was just pelting them in the face as we were going. And they're like, for like the first hundred yards, they were like, oh, this is awesome. And then they were like, oh, and then you just, their <laughs> faces see. turned red and they just started watering. And yep. then I was like, all right, Ben, we need to figure something else out. Yep. Yeah. So then we got them, uh, got them moved around a little bit. Cause we probably had, I don't know, 800 yards, 500, 500 yards. I'd give 500 yards. Yeah, to the was, spot. It was pretty good. From pretty the good ramp haul, to the really. spot. Yeah. Um, we got out on the spot, which Garmin mapping, that was fantastic. We yeah, got, got us. Within f- 10 foot right off the bat of yeah. just rough looking at the expanded at the pen, map. At the pin, yeah. And then, boom, we drilled. One, two, three holes. Yeah. And then we were on the spot. Right we on it. Um, got set up. We had we had to get the shelter set up right away because it was less than 20 degrees and windy. And we and got ki- the kids' clothes. I mean, it's just my kids' stuff's from Target. Yeah, it's it's just not, not purpose real built for yeah. being out below freezing. Yeah, the other piece on that too, like the boots, not that great. It's like Paw Patrol boots. Thomas's boots, he, his are pretty good. Yeah, actually, those are really cute. His feet are rarely real cold in yeah. them. Even when I when he wanted to take them off, they were still pretty yeah. warm. I did train Henry how to use hand warmers, so he's got those in his coat pocket. And nice. like your hands get cold, put them in your pockets. And yeah, likes, Thomas is real good about putting his feeling, hands in his pockets. Like feeling, you know, feeling the warm oh, yeah. hand warmers. Yeah, so yeah. That's cool. And yeah, we got out there. Literally, I mean, it was right away we were getting on fish. Yeah. I mean, just wax worm and a tungsten jig. Yeah, we once we got everything set up, lined up, uh, it took a minute to kind of, oh, well, you didn't. I mean, you just happened to have the bait on that they wanted right away. For me, I had to bait too big. Uh, yeah small yep. small jigs was the key so i switched over to a tungsten cadis their smallest that they sell and one wax worm they didn't yep. really seem to like two wax worms yep and that was 
Perfect. Yeah, I mean, there'd be lulls. Yeah, but, uh, you, I, I was thinking of how long we were out there and how many fish we caught. It was probably a fish every 10 What did we get out of there, at 1230? Yeah. At well, least. at least, because, well, fish that you kept. Now I'm thinking we caught, we probably caught 30, 35. Yeah, maybe maybe more. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a good bluegill kish. This is all we caught were bluegills, right? Yep. Yeah, we didn't catch anything else. And that's what I think that was the key was we knew where we were wanting to go. It would have been a real bust if they weren't biting. Yeah, we knew there's fish there. Because we knew the fish there. We've always had good luck there. Uh, and I I use the rule of thumb that you need to catch fish within 20 minutes to keep that kid engaged. Oh, 100%. If you don't catch it within 20 minutes, you better be ready to start pulling around yeah. on the sled or something. As soon as that first fish came out and they got to play with it. Oh, yeah, that was it. it. We were done. It was like, yeah, on board. They're, yep. they're all in. Which, like, shout out to them for just, they were engaged the entire time. Oh, yeah. I think part of that was we had, number one, we had snacks. Yep. Cookies. Like Oreos. Apple. Solid. Absolutely. Yeah. We had some crackers, uh, granola bar. I mean, we had Cheese snacks, sticks. Cheese sticks. Everything covered. Yep. Um, we had wax worms that yeah, Thomas really with. likes that. Yeah, he even plays down plays with them downstairs. He sees where I keep yep. them in the windowsill in the basement, and that's in their playroom. Yep. So he, every once in a while, wants to dig those out. And number one tool, ice scoop. Yeah, the ice scoop was a big... We had two ice scoops, which is... Great, because I normally God, could you imagine one. if you only had one? I know. <laughs> we, would, we wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes. <laughs> so they were playing with the ice scoops. Of course, scooping ice out of the hole, scooping ice into the hole. Holding the lift, fish with it. up the fish with this ice scoop. Playing swords. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hit, hitting stuff with it. Just loved it. Yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, ran the diesel heater on high the whole time. Kept I mean, we Yeah, that's what I liked a lot yep. was there was no hot element to burn anymore. Oh, that, that, like you didn't have to worry about yes. that. Yes. People I mean, your kid was on that side, so I wasn't that worried about it anyway. No, he sticks his face but, right up to it. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that you know. No, it feels good. Yeah, it feels good for a little bit. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, it's a little hot. But it's not going to burn you or anything. That That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked out well. And luckily, we kept everyone inside. They never, I mean, previous trips we've had where I've tried yeah. to keep him inside. He's like, no, no, I want to go out. I want to go out. Oh, yeah. Or this one, once we started catching fish, he was inside. They were entertained the entire time. Yep. No phones, no tablet, nope. no nothing. Live scope. Yeah. <laughs> they did like but watching I, like, the live Thomas scope. would watch a little bit, but I don't think yeah, they were too super about into it. it. But. Yeah, made a little live well outside yeah. to keep the fish. Should have made it bigger. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it worked out all right. I know, but. They didn't was, freeze in there. Uh, yeah, I had to clear the slush out a couple times, and it it dr- snow was drifting around. Yeah, snow drifted around good. the shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we came out and was like, oh, shoot, big snow drifts around us. Running all schoolies. Yep. Even you had the schoolie yep, out, had the rocking schoolie and rolling. Out. Yep. Yeah, I liked your idea of trying to mod that schoolie a little bit for the kids to work it a little easier. Yeah, next I think year. that'd be that'd be kind of fun. Bigger maybe, knob that makes a lot of sense. Maybe Sean can help us with that. Help trick out some schoolies. Ooh, next I wonder year. if he could build out. A little- yeah, I bet he Absolutely. could build a little bit of bigger handle for the. Well, something that could just so, they could just pop over the the current plastic yeah. peg. Mm-hmm. I think they do make those, but I've, they're expensive. They're like twenty bucks. Yeah, for one. just thinking like the pain point of my son reeling the fish in was actually getting a, gir- a grip on that little peg. Yeah, and following it all the way around. Well, by the time you have gloves on, and then he all that. then he slips off, and then he gets back on it, and then he starts spinning going the other way. way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and and back up. But he got a couple fish in and. Yeah, we had a great time. We kept we kept about twenty fish between yeah. us. Yeah, he took a few home. We yeah. took the rest home. And it was a really good. 
and I've had this conversation with them all already just from deer hunting and Thomas seeing like a dead deer sitting in our mm-hmm. garage. And then he didn't see me skin the deer, but he later saw the deer without any skin on it. And he's like, daddy, you cut his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, did more than that. But yeah, <laughs> uh, just that lesson. whole, the whole process. I feel like, cause growing up in town a little bit, I feel like you get a little bit of disconnect with your food and how you're eating it or where it comes from and that oh, sort of absolutely, stuff. So I think, yeah. I like that whole process of we went out and I, I talked with him about this when we got home is we brought these bluegills home. Daddy forgot them in the truck. So they were frozen. So I had to bring them inside <laughs> to thaw out. And so and it was pretty dang cold outside. So I cleaned them inside, yep. which I've never done before. I just leave the trash Ooh. bag out. I've never cleaned fish inside. They're always outside. Yeah. But you said that was a big no, no when we cleaned fish in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, I've never. That, like, oh yeah, did, I you did what? That. that was the first time I'd ever <laughs> like, cleaned fish well, yeah, inside. It was cold outside. I did them inside. Yeah, I just I cleaned the these outside and had the the kerosene heater blowing on me. Yeah, that's that worked I, pretty. I turned on my yeah. uh, sunflower and run yeah. it. But uh, he stood up, stood up on the counter and watched me cut them up. And well, initially he didn't want to. He was like, "Oh, I want to keep them, you know, and yeah. whatever." I'm like, "Bud, we we took these guys from their home. They're dead now. We got to do something with them. We can't just yep. like." waste them and just kind of had that conversation so i think that was a really good conversation that i don't know that he completely understood everything but he at least acknowledged it and was like okay daddy we'll do this and then we'll eat them and then yep today we had them for supper excellent i don't know if he quite i think there was too much of a gap time between when we filleted them to when we ate them yep that i don't know if he quite associated that these were the same fish but uh tried to drive that home anyways yep I, I realized I really should get an electric fillet knife because that took entirely too long for me to fillet those yeah, things. Yeah, fifteen out. takes a bit. Man, took forever, and I don't even feel like I was that good at it. Like I was finally kind of got into the swing of it, but man, yeah, yeah nice. I could have I could have torn into that with an electric <laughs> knife. Uh, but yeah, it turned out really good. Use the uh, catch and cook. Shout out to uh, which one was that? Crunchy. Crunchy catch and cook. Oh, the crunchy one. So, what did you read the back of the label of that and see yeah. what that was? What what makes it crunchy? It, it, Panko. It, was, it it's similar to like a fried chicken breading in that regard, where it's kind of it's big. Yeah, kind of. It turned out that but, way. or when, fairly coarse yeah, breading. When, I guess I should yeah, say when big. you you did the wet mix and then the dry over top. Yeah, it did put pretty good chunks on it. Nice. But did you like the crunch? I don't usually like. A lot of breading on. Yeah, there. it had quite a bit. It was it was good. Uh, we all I also left the fillets whole. Yeah, you know, so and, and these weren't real big. Blue. I, I was actually finish your story, and then we'll go back to the size of the fish we were catching. Yeah, sorry. Um, the other thing I thought of too was just doing it dry, like we talked about a little bit. I I would try that next time. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of just a minimalist type coating. And by dry, that means just taking them from the bag, take the fish, throw them in the coating dip and then the fry dry. yep absolutely yeah. no don't dry them off because then you no, won't no, have no. no bind it won't no. have any binder but keep yep. them wet jump yep. in there and just go with it yep that would be good yep. um and i think for our trip in a couple of weeks we'll try the spicy the flame the flame uh catch and cook sweet or you take the hopefully we catch too. enough to do it oh yeah absolutely or should we bring fish now nah, yeah let's that's bring some that's, bad. that's bad that's bad that's mojo. bad juju <laughs> yeah uh but yeah back to the size of fish we're catching yes I was thoroughly impressed. Like there were, I, I caught a few dinks on my side because I feel like you were a little bit more in the dense yeah, pile. I, yeah. Your hole was it where was I little, was off a little. It bit. was like this special spot on the spot. I mean, I caught some nice ones, but I didn't catch nearly as many as you yeah. did. And then you didn't even catch that many dinks, though. No, but there were a few. There you was, didn't catch any. Dinks. No, there's probably five that you caught. Yeah, is what I think. That were I would say dinks below four inches, like little turds. Yeah. 
But, I mean, majority of what you caught was seven and a half, seven, eight inches. Eight, with the, the bigger, maybe five, the biggest five or eight and a half. Yeah, they're all eight and a half. And they were, that's That was a that's chunky fish. They were a thick, go. chunky yep. fish for a public body water that just gets pounded. Yes. That was awesome. Yep. Was I couldn't believe how big they were. They're, I mean, they were definitely bigger. So we've been fishing this spot for probably three years now. Yep. And they're definitely bigger. Like, this is the biggest year so far. Yep. Like, they're growing. Doing something right. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. The other the other piece that I want to touch on while you're out, um, you know, just etiquette-wise, I feel like when you have kids, like... All bets are off. They are loud. Like, it, it was so loud. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. your kid was screaming, my kid was screaming. They were, you know, having a great time hooping and hollering. Um, you know, just being away from the crowd, that made me feel better. It was like, okay. Yeah, but sometimes you don't have that option. I'm going to set up. We did our own thing. Like, there was no one around. We're just lucky enough that all. this spot absolutely doesn't get very little pressure. Yep. Too far to walk and not enough ice for most quads. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. So we had had it to ourselves, but yeah, that was a good trip. We do it again sometime. Yeah, It'll until continue to get keep getting better. Until Thomas decided he didn't want to leave and then ran yep. back down the ramp and out onto the lake. Yes, kept going. He's quick, man. I got to keep my eye on him, or he'll take off. And you won't even see him. I even slipped. In, did you see me slip and fall? Yeah. Then oh, he yeah. turned around and laughed at me. Yeah, you little mercy. turd. <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, I, I want to go fishing again. Yep. Oh, that's that's the sign of success for a good a good trip. Yeah, they don't and want it was, to leave. What did we leave? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. One o'clock. Yeah. Got home, ate yep. lunch. Yep. We were both taking a nap by two o'clock. Yep. Like that's a good ass Saturday. That wore me out. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I <laughs> pushing out and pulling back yeah. and coming back was yep. a lot. And then just like there's a lot of gear involved, and I guess that's the other piece too that you know you want to make sure Comfort. you got everything that your kid needs. Everything that you need, you know. And so speaking of that, yes. uh, the big thing is you got those tiles that you have now. Oh, yeah. But I help. wonder, what do you think of like a little mat or like a little roll-up yeah. mat that would be how, however wide your yep your uh, tub is and then long, just to kind of cover that whole space and then just a couple of holes where you just punch your uh, You're fishing talking holes. The entire The whole fishing area. front, the whole ice front. See, I thought about that. And the more that I fish with live scope, the more I think we could do that. Because yeah. initially I was like, oh, you know, all these times we're going to need a hole over here instead of in the middle. And we're, you know, we might, what if we need five Well, you'd really only whatever. need it for when you have the kids. Because you kept saying, Henry, get over on the mat. Get well, on the yeah, mat. Keep his feet from getting yeah, cold. Yeah. So yep. it's just like that scenario. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. It, even just that, that's not a big deal. Three holes or four holes, live scope hole plus two other, three other yeah, ones. Yeah, then you just cut those into a mat and then just roll them out, roll yep. it back out and yep. pop right in and out. Like yep. the scenario we had where I was sitting on the mat and Thomas was up on the yeah. chair. That was super comfortable. Like it couldn't work out better. Yep. I knew once he took his boots off, I'm like, all right, he's going to sit in this chair and I don't have to mess with him trying to shuffle all Absolutely. over the place he's for a while. Stuck. Yeah. 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 That worked out really well. Yeah. So I, I would encourage it. The, the other piece of that too, we had some, I stopped at Casey's, got some donuts. I mean, the cookies were a pretty big hit also. Oh yeah. We <laughs> yeah. had tons of junk food. <laughs> Um, but, uh, a guy stopped, stopped us while we were walking through Casey's. He's like, Hey, how old's your son? You know, like, um, I was like, Oh, he's two, two and a half. Um, he's like, Oh yeah. I'd thinking about getting my son out ice fishing. I just don't know how he do or, or whatever. Um, just start small, 
That that'd yeah. be my advice. Well, like, you did. You know, just like we did. Right we have a, a real small lake down the down the road. It's no big deal. You could spend ten minutes out there, and you just come home if if they don't like it or yeah. something happens, whatever. Like that's that. Just do it in small steps because this is our first like we had the quad. We like drove out away. Yeah, that's the first. Gear. We were going to be gone longer. Have than you taken Henry on with the quad before? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Uh, he's ridden on it with me around the yard and stuff, but. This is like, this is a big trip. First trip. Yeah. yeah. Real trip. Yeah. But we didn't just dive right in and go, ah, today we're going to, you know, take the kids. Well, yeah, because at that point, you're kind of a little bit committed. Oh, yeah. Like, we got all this gear out. Like, even if we left right now, it's still going to take us 20 minutes to get packed up and get yes. out of here. Where your trip down, yeah, down, down the street is, yep. I just throw a few things in the sled and yep. if we leave, we leave. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, don't be afraid to try things and just take them out. That's, yeah, that's how I think get used to it. You you made a good point of taking kind of baby steps because he's like the guy you ran into at Casey's. Yep. He's like, well, I don't really know how he would do. Yep. Well, I want to know how my kid's going to do Absolutely. before I commit to that kind of trip. So yeah, those baby steps of like, well, let's go out and do this. Now so, let's go do so this to that now guy, Casey's, because I I think I freaked him out because I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we go out all the time, and he's like, well, where are you fishing? And I told him. He's like. It was like, what? You're going out there? You're hardcore. <laughs> like, dang. It's like, well, this isn't our first rodeo. Yeah. And some of it's you have the gear and the experience. That's a big deal, too, because who knows the sure. gear or the experience that that person at Casey's had. Yep. I mean, they might just be out there in Carhartt bibs in a bucket, Yep. which that would be a much different experience taking your kid out than with the with the setup that we have yep. right now. I think I will mount that little toothpick, uh, cold snap toothpick to his bibs so that look real sweet oh just for him retractable yeah yeah he'll like that <laughs> look real professional Might pick his teeth he loves that thing he will play with that and just ask what it is yeah thomas plays with my retractable badge for work also a lot yep. he yep. likes playing with just that. it's just the little things there you go keep yeah. some entertaining little toy have a good time yep can't all be fishing all the time yeah and and that's the other thing too we we couldn't fish as hard as we wanted to that didn't matter we had a great time. I mean, realistically, the way we were catching them, we wouldn't have moved or done a whole lot anyways. No, it wouldn't have helped. Uh, we might have just drilled a few recreational yep. holes just to check. Yep. But really didn't need to. Yep. I mean, that's some of the scouting, too, that we've done in the past and just got to know mm-hmm. a spot. And yep. Know right where we want to go. Got them in our back pocket. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So we have another so, trip coming up. And the unknown, almost the opposite of this trip. Absolutely. Of the Saturday trip. So every year we try and get a group of guys together to fish somewhere that we don't normally fish. And I guess we, we all have limited time that we can, you know, get away. We, we can't do this every weekend. We can't, you know, get away and we, hey, we're going to drive to North Dakota and fish Devil's Lake, yeah. you know, twice this year or something. Um, so with family stuff, with all of our, our work stuff and everything going on, we try and make this trip like this is the trip. We'll be out for three days, uh, and we're gonna fish the Mississippi River, which we've done in the past two years. Yep. In different spots, um, and this year we're gonna do Pool Ten, Pool Eleven, so around the Guttenberg area. Yep. So if anybody's listening, shoot us a message, not a comment, a <laughs> message, not a comment <laughs> on spots to fish around that area, because I know you guys are out there now. I'm, I'm only half kidding, but we would take your take some advice or come visit with us. Absolutely, if you guys are up there and you see us, I mean, you can't miss us. Well, just message us if you already live around there. Absolutely, we'll certainly. Um, yeah, so it's going to be uh, the 10th, 11th, and 12th of February. Yep, we're going to have a good old time. Um, last year we fished, you know, Pool 13 of the Mississippi River. Yep, 
which is a very unique pool for you know the different types of fishing spots that there are there a little far south like that's about as far south as you go for the ice fishing yep part of mississippi pool 10 and 11 have a lot more backwater opportunities that i feel like are a little easier to get to but there's still off the beaten path areas um but i'm excited for your traditional backwater shallow perch yep type bites yep so we'll see how that goes yeah so we we figured out where we're gonna stay just south of guttenberg yep found a nice little cabin that was last night (laughs) exactly (laughs) well all of our other plans fell through and we were not we're not feeling the ice camping um now that i just feel like there really is no night bite on the mississippi river ice probably not i just i don't really know that i feel comfortable being out there anyways at night not knowing exactly what's going on out there yeah absolutely it's not not that we're fishing a lot of depth i mean no what's the deepest we might run into eight or nine feet yep uh which is deep enough but that's like a deep hole not like the majority of it's like three feet i feel like you know the guys are ice camping that you're out somewhere that's a known ice fishing area yeah that's like it's no big deal people camp out here there's tents there all the time whatever um where we're going is going to be a little more remote yeah so so no ice camping we got a cabin that'll be nice yep um yeah we'll have a good setup we'll have my otter shelter and then uh alex is bringing his uh hub so long as alex brings his roll of beaver dam tip-ups that's all that he needs to bring yes can't be without those (laughs) we're gonna have a good tip-up bite good jig bite um see what we can get so what 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 about guttenberg ben you're the one who kind of said hey let's fish the guttenberg area this year yeah what, so, what 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 made you go there versus what we've done in the past or somewhere else? Number one, look on Google Maps, right? That's the easiest thing to just see where there's fishable areas. And on the Mississippi River, you're not normally fishing the main channel, right? No. It's, it's not safe, not real fishable, uh, just sketchy. So when you look on a map, you know, Pool 10 and Pool 11 just have a lot of fishable backwater area. Yep. So slack water, sloughs, slow, of, very slow yep. moving water. So Spreads ice can build out. up, obviously. Yep. Uh, and then hopefully deep enough to hold fish. Yeah. And a lot of times, the uh, I don't know if it's the DNR, the Army Corps, or whoever dredge out mm-hmm. some areas too for fish habitat, overwintering, fi- overwintering yep. fish and fish habitat and fishermen, obviously. Yep. And, um, and just I've never fished that area. It's interesting to me. We've gone on Pool Twelve, Pool you know 13 the last couple of years yeah and just it seems like i don't want to be worried about ice conditions and where we can't go here because there was a little bit of current and there's no ice yeah versus here where it's two feet deep and there's plenty of ice so i thought maybe you'd picked guttenberg area because did you know that the state record perch had been caught oh really out of the guttenberg area no, i didn't know that in 2010, 2011. Not All the right. current state. It's not the current state record. Oh, a previous state record. Previous state oh, record hey. perch have been so caught out of there. Three pounds something. I don't remember exactly. Oh I just God. remember seeing that it was state record and then trying to figure out where it was at. That's cool. Uh, we could do that. Yeah, no shit. We could do that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Tip up perch. That'd be like an eight striper. Maybe 12. 12 stripe. Three pound perch. That's pretty cool. But yeah, as I've, as I've looked around... So I feel like in our relationship, a lot of times the way we fish together is I end up like doing a lot of like the spot on the spot detailed, like yep. 
this is where we need to go. This is the spot. These yep. are these are good. Like you'll find like the area, and then I'm like, all right, these are the pins. Like these are the points that we want to yep. go check out. So yeah, two whole so, pools of the Mississippi River to focus on, Brett. Yeah, yeah, already, that's a already, lot of area that I'm not familiar with. That's been the some, struggle. Yeah, but you, you already found some good spots. I just found some spots that are that have potential, but I don't know anything about. Like we could get there and they could be dry. Yeah, we could get there and they suck. Like I don't know anything yep. other than. These spots have potential. I know I've driven by there in the winter before, and there was a pretty good population of fishermen around that area. In Not, Guttenberg? Yes. Yeah. So I, I feel like... Well, that spot that I think you're talking about has been yeah. dredged. Like, that's a dredge. Yeah, but I feel fishermen. like... We're not, yeah, we can follow the crowd to a point yeah. and then seek our own spot on the spot, whatever. Definitely. Uh, but we're not going to be... So, like, last year's trip, we saw one other guy, two other guys. Yeah, out there, I like that, how far back we were. We didn't catch a whole lot. Yeah, but, but then, I did like then it's how like, back well, maybe we were. didn't catch a whole lot because there's not a lot in there. Yeah. Because that's where the... Well, so it, it seemed like to me in that, and we didn't fish the super shallow stuff a lot, but the holes that we were fishing seemed to just hold small fish yeah like we needed to fish up on the edge of the bowl or geez uh some of that shallow flat to see if there was something bigger roaming around that we just didn't do Mm -hmm. uh and then i don't remember what that other body of water was that we fished that was just off the mississippi i don't remember what that was called but Mm -hmm. we were just fishing like where we ended up setting up all our tip-up lines was the edge the shallow edge of the dredge cut not the deep side but up high which i thought was pretty interesting yep. but that was just us learning like we had what three days mm-hmm. we didn't know anything about it and that was just us learning hey this is the progression because here typically you just want to find the deepest spot and that's where fish are going to be absolutely yep yep yeah and it's not like we we spend the whole winter pre-fishing checking this spot out before we go on our trip yep. or we go there the week before it's like we literally show up on a friday and leave on a sunday do you know anything about mississippi river levels i saw yeah. today that it's at six foot Coming out of Guttenberg. Mm-hmm. That's low. Uh, how low, though? Is that just like on the low side, or is that yeah, like super low? Because flood stage was 15 feet, I saw. It's on the low side, yeah. Low side, so. So that's the other thing. All these pools have different water levels, 6.4 foot last week. Well, I'm just trying to get a good idea of what, what sloughs and areas would still have fish, would still have water, fishable water in them. Like, if we're on the low side, obviously some of those... Some of the water depth is going to be a little bit less in some of those backwood backwater areas. Yep. So it'll it'll give you two things. It'll help concentrate the fish a little bit. Yep. But it'll also be like we got to kind of go look and see is there water in these? Yep. Like what's this? What's it even look like? I think our our uh, Garmin maps will help a yeah, lot on that because it, it does have contours out in those areas. Can I set an, a water level offset? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then that'll tell me whether there's water in there or not? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be a big one. Yep, you can. Real big one there. Yep. I'll have to do that. Yep. Because, yeah, it's even on some of the lakes around here, it's off. Decent amount. When it says it should be 31 Depth foot, of the contour. Yeah, the depth I don't usually depth. worry about. The, mostly around here is just the contour. But you go out in the middle of a basin, and it should be 31 foot, and it's 29, right? That that kind of fine-tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're two foot lower now let's adjust it said this oh now it says it's 29 wonder if i can get that adjusted for the mississippi river Mm -hmm. and uh well you just adjust it statically and it changes all your maps but you know going in that that week we know what the water level is on a thursday yeah but then i could see where where what would be dried up and what wouldn't be yep that'd be awesome 
Yeah, because we don't want to repeat where we run the auger right into some rocks and yeah, thinking it's ten foot deep there. And it's, and a, it's, it's those first foot. couple holes that you make is the risk. Yep. Yeah, we'll take the old gas auger and rip a couple. Well, take the spoon. Yeah, we can spoon some holes. That thing looks like it's been in the Mississippi once or twice. Yeah, absolutely. Probably cuts better on the Mississippi ice than any other ice. Likes dirty ice. Absolutely. Likes it. That's what it's made for. Back then, you didn't care about it. Uh, target species, Ben. What, are we, what do you think we're going to be picking I up? I really want to get on some crappies. Crappies. That's what I'm going after. All right. Going all in on the crappies. See, I, Minnow game, tip-ups, and perch. That's my two. Yeah, I think perch are going to be the main one. Yep. I'd like to think we can get some walleyes, but I'd really like to set a few tip-ups maybe for uh, yep. hopefully find a few pike. Oh, I never pulled. Cool. A, I've never pulled a pike through the ice. Yep, that'd be that'd be cool. We had the one hooked up in Minnesota, but he broke yep. me off. Yep. Dang it! Because he just sat underneath my hole, so I was just ripping that. What was that? O- origami blade that you had? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The the orange. And I don't know if I snagged him or if he bit it, but yep. I hit him and he went running and broke me off. That'd be cool. Get enough for a fish fry. I need to go through my cooking stuff and make sure we got got enough to cook. Well, up. we're we're close to civilization. Yeah. So we can yep. always buy something. Yep. Because I'd be fine if we just caught fish and then cleaned them and ate them at the cabin. We don't have to cook on the ice. Oh, yeah. We got to cook on the ice. Oh, okay. That's part of it. Yeah, you Enjoy know. Enjoy that. Take great pride in whipping up a meal out there. Okay. Yeah, your culinary <laughs> skills. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. With the shore lunch. <laughs> as long as you cook the fish all the way. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to what Alex brings. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he was the mean chef last year. The gluten-free goodness. Plans on bringing a good chef this year. Yeah, I texted him. I was like, man, you can make whatever you want. You fed me better than I usually feed myself yep. at home. Yeah, it doesn't make you miss gluten, the stuff that he was no, no, bringing. Was like, I don't think you really. You wouldn't even give a second thought about it. it it's just more you miss if you miss pasta with the, yeah, even the then, gluten thing. Man, he got some good stuff. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Real legit. But, yeah, it'll just be three days, group of four guys out on the ice having a good time. I think mostly my tactic. What's what's your what's your tactic? You gonna try to do some jigging? I think running yeah. around. Probably one one jig and two uh, two tip ups. Two tip because you can run a bunch of tip ups on the Mississippi. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's still three lines. I think I think it's different. I don't know. We should look again. I think it's Pull different. You can run more lines. I think it's like three tip ups and two lines, two jigging lines or something like that. Ooh, that'd be saucy. I don't know. I got. You, you need to. I just, shouldn't say that. You I need, need to, to just spend the ten dollars and buy the extra line for this trip. That'd be worthwhile. I think. Keep talking, Ben. I'm gonna look it up quick. <clears throat> also, um, Beaver Dam tip ups are on sale all over now. For what? Oh, they're still like forty bucks. Oh, well, that's not much of a sale. But yeah, hopefully there'll be some more clearance deals. We can stock up. I do like. Uh, I do like running. Run a good tip-up game. I think that'll be key. We haven't really done that uh, since last year. So we can get on it. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, we've I've, I've tried, but it's not as successful. We haven't had anything. Yeah. Like, we've set the tip-ups out, but nothing bites them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's very annoying. Yep. Dial in. And, it, and actually, I downsized my hook setup. Yep. I mean, I got a legitimate, could catch just about any kind of fish tip-up. We still then. We'll see. Looking up on the DNR app. Uh, I just said, just Googled what I wanted. Oh, that's not going to be right. You can't just Google something. Oh, sure you can. <laughs> what does it say? 
A person shall not use more than three tip-up fishing devices. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yes. As used in this section, tip-up fishing device means an ice fishing mechanism with an attached flag or a single. I don't know if this is what I want. <laughs> I a person shall not use more than three tip-up fishing devices for fishing on the waters of the Mississippi River, the Missouri River, and the Big Sioux. They're conducted or they're connected backwaters. A person shall use a person may use two or three hooks on the same line. Yeah. But the number of hooks used by each person shall not exceed three. Each tip up fishing device used in fishing shall have attached a tag a, a tag plainly labeled with the owner's name and address. A person shall not <laughs> use a tip up device for fishing within three hundred feet of a dam or spillway. That's it. So we can use three tip-ups per person. Yeah, and then you can't jig. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah, I can do that right now anywhere with three lines. Well, yeah, but with I don't have to buy it. License. I don't have to buy it. I can just run the tip-ups. Uh, I can run two tip-ups and jig, can't I? I don't know. <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we, need to, we need to do more than Google search on that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That'll be that'll be our luck. The short rod show will be in the news. Arrested. Well, Ankeny's <laughs> already got bad enough rap. Exactly. By those folks that are poaching deer in Nebraska. Yep. Yep. And spearing bears in Saskatoon or wherever the hell <laughs> yeah. that was. Uh, Alberta, I think. Alberta. Yep. Bad deal. Yeah. Anyway, all right. That'll be fun. Looking forward to it, Brett. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear it. We'll have a little bit more to say about Guttenberg next week once yeah. I've done a little bit deeper dive and uh, some scouting. Yep. Every year I get pumped up for the ice trip of, you know, really putting – it really puts your gear to the test. Yeah. You know, and and some of – I guess the other planning piece of that is make a list of what I, we need to take. I like being the, the finding the fish aspect of it, of going to a new – especially a, a completely foreign body. Of water. Yep. Like, I'm, you don't fish rivers around here. Yep. Like, that is a completely foreign way of fishing, area, location, all that. So yep. I'm pretty jazzed about the challenge. It'll be awesome. That's that's what I really like about this is, is the DIY aspect that we take on it rather yeah. than just hiring a guide. Because ultimately, that would be the most efficient thing is you hire a guide. Oh, absolutely. They show you kind of how to fish, what you're looking for, what you're doing, yep. and then you just repeat it, you know, however long you're there. but. I like the DIY aspect of it. Maybe after a devastating defeat on this trip, we'll do that next year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, especially on the Mississippi, it would be cool to get on a uh, fan boat hovercraft or a hovercraft. Guide. That'd be fun. Dave Koontz guide. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Just on them perch. Yep. Prairie du Chien area. That's, yep. that's we're not far. Prime, prime spots. Yeah, we're not yep. far. So keep that in mind. Pool 10 and 12. Send us a message. <laughs> Ben's really baiting, I'm looking just, for some tips. We don't, we don't plug that enough. We don't ask for very much on the show here. <laughs> we don't ask much from you, but this is the one, this is the one chance. I want to catch more than six inch perch night. like we did last year. There you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. And yellow bass. And yellow bass. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. Cool. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time on the Short Rod Show.